the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. TGIF, my peeps. I have just had such a great week. There's been some really interesting news. <sighs> Some actually fun things that have happened politically this week, and we're going to get into some of that on tonight's uh, Andrea K. show. Some also really kind of weird, freaky deaky stuff happening. Of course, Friday means Bob Walters, and he always has uh, stories that nobody else is reporting on when it comes to schools. Um, we are definitely going to give you there's there's something so yummy uh, that is coming about, about today after the what was billed as the blue states versus red state debate last night excuse me and so it's just really yummy i can't wait to get into all of it with you guys here if you miss any part of tonight's show uh download the podcast wherever you get your pods email me at andreakshow.com follow me on all the socials and of course uh right here by my side this week and every night and every week is the one and only it is dj sesame broccolini i love me some sesame broccolini this guy, fiery like a dragon, raw, raw, like a dungeon dragon, high heat, sesame, broccolini. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy, happy Friday. We, and we did make it. And I love ending the week with a very unhappy Gavin Newsom. And we will. <laughs> 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 we will get into that a little bit later. Um, but one of the things that I, I, we got to start with um, this crazy story. And I and it and it's so crazy I, I, that it, it really defies, uh, you know, any kind of logic and reasoning. And if you guys don't know who Republican Excuse me, stifling a little sneeze. My allergies are still a mess. Uh, George Santos is the weirdy looking, creepy looking, you know, if you didn't know better, you'd swear he was, you know, um, going to show up on a libs of TikTok video um, as a a teacher trying to talk, you know, some weird stuff to kids. Right. He's got that kind of vibe about him. But he was elected. Right. By a district in New York. They elected him um, pretty much on the heels. Just to catch you up, pretty much on the heels of him being elected. It came out. He lied on his resume. Um, He's basically, you know, um, I don't think he's rivaled Joe Biden yet in terms of lying. Remember, Joe Biden plagiarized speeches, had to drop out of the presidential race in 1980 because of lying. Um, Dude, you know, can't can't tell Joe Biden would climb a tree to tell a lie. Right. Well, George Santos is somebody that I find particularly uh, 
uh, unappealing to say the word, uh, but uh, he was elected, right? And whatever he's being accused of is, you know, he hasn't been prosecuted or convicted for anything. And yet here we had the Republican Party today expel him from Congress in a vote of 310 to 115. And if you want to know whether or not the a, a rhino from your district voted to remove Santos, you can go and see the full list of the 105 rhinos who voted to remove him uh, at Gateway Pundit. Some of the names are going to sound familiar to you, <clears throat> uh, like Maliataka out of New York. No surprise from her whatsoever. Um, dude, Buck out of Colorado. Let's see. A lot of these names, uh, you know, I don't even recognize. And that is interesting in and of itself um, because what, you know, there, because so much of our Congress are people that get elected, they go there to promise to do things, and then they're just a nameless face in the crowd. They're a fly on the wall, you know, sucking off the teat of the taxpayer in a congressional gig and do absolutely nothing whatsoever, except in the, in a case like this, actually kick our own party in the teeth. Um, I want to go to some clips that we pulled because who was it here? You know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Kay Kamek. I like her some, but I wouldn't necessarily say that she's my favorite when it comes uh, to conservatives. Um, but she had a very good point about the expulsion, about the precedent that it sets. She's a Republican out of Florida. The precedent that it sets and that it steals right now representation, not just of the Republican Party at an absolutely critical time in this country, but it also steals representation away from the very voters who put him into office. Sesame, if you can play that clip. Under the Constitution, Article 1, Section 5, Clause 2, the House has the right and ability to govern members, including up into expulsion. That being said, for me, without a conviction, despite a damning ethics report, I am very concerned about setting a precedent that in the People's House, 750,000 people in New York's 3rd Congressional District would be left without representation. Mm -hmm. And so while we have so many issues to contend with in our government, I felt that it was inappropriate to deny those constituents in his congressional district their right to representation. Elections have consequences, but they have a right to have their voice heard in the people's house. Yeah, absolutely. New York is getting crushed, along with many other states, from the illegal immigration alone. Not to mention the other insane Democrat policies going on. And the Republican Party is going to remove a Republican? Do you think, do Democrats do this, Sesame Broccolini? No, never. This, this would never this sort of ousting would never happen with. I mean, there's certainly Democratic infighting, but they would never do something like this when they could otherwise be targeting Republicans or targeting conservatives or Catholics, uh, which, you know, on that on that note, it's it, the big thing for me is this is this is fine. I guess whatever. I, I don't even really think I would have I wouldn't have voted to expel him myself. But I just wonder, why are we not talking about the border? Why are we not talking right. about the fact that we've had nearly 20,000 illegal border crossings just in this week in very specific parts of the border? And it's it's happening all across the other parts of it. We just have, we're not even focusing on it anymore. It's like once Republicans are in power and they have the majority, they focus on stuff like this instead of doing what they promised us they would do on the campaign trail. Secure the border. Go after crime. Root out corruption. Let's talk about Hunter Biden more. Like what? Why are we wasting time with these kind of 
silly antics. Democrats, they would never do this. They always present a united <laughs> front. Say what you will about absolutely. them. They always present a united front. They would never have this kind of infighting in front of the people. No, and they would well, never no. give a, and they would never give well, Republicans a seat like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely. And and based on what? This kind of virtue signaling crap makes me so angry, Sesame Broccolini. Like any of these people in Congress are honest. What, what so what exactly did he do that is worse than than right now the current office uh, uh, occupant of the White House having sold off the United States of America for money? And and the United States government working for years to cover it up and right now continuing to obstruct justice. And this is what the Republican Party is caring about, George Santos. It's absolutely crazy. Here's and and uh, it, and the Republican Party is right. You know, the Democrats accuse the Republican Party of trying to. Uh, deny people their rights to vote. I can't remember the language tagline they always use. In this case, they legit are. They have literally stolen the votes away from these New Yorkers. Shouldn't it be? Uh, Jason Chaffetz had a good point. The people of New York should have been able to decide this in uh, in the election. Let's play that clip. Yeah, I, th- I think if I was still in Congress, I would have uh, voted no. I think the process, uh, having not played out in the courts, is unfair. Uh, look at how they're dealing with it in the United States Senate. Uh, you have Senator Menendez, a damning th- ethics oh, report. Oh, look at that. Um, and, and he is out there, and he's got a trial ahead of him. They're not expel- expelling him. Look at Elsie Hastings. You know, he's since passed away, but he was impeached as a federal judge by the House and the Senate, taking off the taken off the federal bench. Um, and yet the people of Florida decided to send him back to Congress. I think the decision is for the people of New York. They may have been lied and cheated and everything else, but it's up to the people in New York to make that decision, not just an ethics committee that issues a very damning report. That is not a full due process. And there is nothing I can defend on George uh, on, on George Santos. But I got to tell you on Santos, uh, Congressman Santos, but former Congressman Santos. But I, I got to tell you, I think the process is wrong and I would have voted no. So, how do yeah, absolutely. Let's end the clip there. Yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. It's just, I mean, I mean, the obvious continued point here is that we, uh, this country is literally going off a cliff. Just yesterday on yesterday's uh, Andrea K show, we talked about evidence in documents, videos and beyond of a censorship industrial complex and which going back to 2017 with Barack Obama, he gave instructions to UK uh, intelligence. And we know that an organization started. It involves the government, CTIL and and so many different branches of the U.S. military and intelligence and the DOJ and the FBI and the DHS and beyond coordinated efforts to not just censor Americans, but take an offensive approach to control the information that the American people know in order to control the outcome of our elections. And the Republican Party is is expelling a member of our own. I don't see where Speaker Mike Johnson, if he was one of the people that voted for it, but he certainly didn't from what I'm hearing. I'm not hearing anything about him actually um, uh, trying to stop it. Meanwhile, let's talk about who else is in the House of Representatives. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, 
who is a terrorist sympathizer and who literally has ties to terrorists. The Democrats keep Rashida Tlaib and the Republicans get rid of George Santos. The Democrats have Ilhan Omar, who was actually fundraising not long, first of all, even before she she was elected in office, uh, broke the law in an immigration scheme, a legal immigration scheme, marrying her brother. Uh, that was never investigated. She still possibly, I think she lost her... Um, uh, position on the, the foreign affairs or whatever it was, thank goodness. But she was literally fundraising for an offshoot of Hamas in LA, terrorist, terrorist sympathizer, and more. But the Republican Party makes this move at a time in which we are being destroyed economically, financially, from a national security standpoint, and culturally. It's astounding to me. We're going to continue this discussion when we come back because there's actually one Democrat today who spoke out on behalf of Santos. And y'all might be surprised to hear who it is. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Before the break at the open of the show, we were talking about the Republican Party. Dumbest people on the planet. They're truly our enemies. I've got some great people here in the San Diego County Republican Party, but I got to be honest. I got to be honest, because when somebody who suffered a stroke and is, you know, at times unintelligible because he's literally suffered brain damage is more correct on the Republicans expelling a, a, a fellow congressperson than the Republican Party themselves. I think it kind of says everything. Sesame Broccolini, can you please play the clip of Senator John Fetterman actually on The View today and him discussing the expulsion of Santos? Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost you know funny and like you know he. You know, landed on the the moon and it got kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, <laughs> whereas you know, I you know, I think you know Menendez. I think is really a senator for Egypt. You know, not New Jersey. <laughs> Man, truth out of the mouth of a stroke victim who's clearly suffered. And I'm not saying that to be facetious. This is a guy that's really obviously struggled uh, with coherence, and yet he nailed it, didn't he, Sesame? That's one of the most surprising things I've ever heard. John Fetterman, of all people, understands more about what's really going on here than many, many Mm -hmm. Republicans in Congress. I cannot believe it that he actually hit the nail on the head. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Senator John Fetterman, but I am on well, this Well, maybe one. his, you know what? I just had a flash. Maybe his, he's so cognitively challenged that he was unable to, you know, uh, to um, <laughs> incorporate the talking points that were given to him on this matter into his, <laughs> and incorporate those into his talk track. He's just being too honest. So, you know, 
Um, this is just, and he, and he's absolutely correct. I mean, the lies that Santos told, oh, what he lied on his resume. Um, you know, I, I'm not even sure what some of the other allegations are. They're penny Annie. There, there's allegations we, of campaign fund misuse, but Ronna McDaniel spent $500,000 of donor money from the RNC. On Botox. Yeah, on Botox and spa and treatments and a fancy new yeah. apartment. And she doesn't go anywhere. Meanwhile, Menendez has bags of gold bars inscribed in Arabic from Egypt. <laughs> and yeah. he's in business with all these shady foreign nationals. And he's got sta- like stacks of cash hidden away in coat pockets like this is mob era Chicago. Well, I guess today is still Mob Era Chicago in a different way. But yeah, you know, I, I just cannot. I just he's so spot on and he has it. He understands it better than a lot of Republicans. It's so surprising to me. How does that mm-hmm. happen? Well, it, it's it's really, really, uh, you know, to, to state the obvious, Andrea, is this whole story, you know, just begs for, you know, the low hanging fruit in terms of commentary. But, it, you know, it, it says everything you need to know about the Republican Party. Every each person, all 105, Ken Buck is not going to run for re-election, but any of the others that are running for re-election must be primaried. They must not get another dime of money from any Republican and from the RNC. Although the RNC is way down in fundraising, nobody's giving money to the RNC anymore. Rana's going to be on her own when it comes to the Botox uh, very soon. But you know, you think about how quickly they moved to remove this guy. From, they moved to remove this guy, expel him from Congress. And they're dragging their feet when Joe Biden, the national security threat that is Joe Biden, because he and his son sold off the vice presidency to every enemy state pretty much that we have. And now he is completely compromised. There's his son still has ties to Chinese companies. He should have already had articles of impeachment day one filed against him. The second the House took control, the Republicans took control of the House. There's no excuse for it. But, you know, and I think that they are so stupid that they think we're dumb enough that we're somehow going to think, oh, they're so virtuous. This just makes me think these Republicans are so honest, so on the up and up. Uh, No. Right, Sesame? Yeah, I... (laughs) And I just, again, I love this whole theme of principled, self-righteous people. Oh, you know, George Uh Santos is uniquely disturbing and he's done things that we would never, ever do. And he's committed these horrible, grave ethics violations and all the pearl clutching because, look, he may have been bad at covering it up or assuming he's guilty. I don't know what he's done exactly or assumed to have done besides campaign finance stuff, but let's, let's stop, you know, with the, with the vague pieties and the platitudes about how every member of Congress is an honest, decent, hardworking public servant who's totally beyond corruption or kickbacks Mm -hmm. or being compromised in any way, shape or form. Um, It's just so unbecoming. I wish that were the case. But it really right. is not. I mean, this is pretty mild stuff when you even look at someone yeah, like Menendez or Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar or anyone else in the squad or even other people like Elizabeth or, or Warren let's or talk about Senator Steve Bernie Scalise. Sanders. Yeah. yeah. The let's list talk goes about on Steve on. Scalise. Let's talk about Steve Scalise and others who reportedly allegedly took money from FTX mm-hmm. uh, in that whole Ukraine mm-hmm. uh, money laundering scheme. You know what these guys remind you? Have you ever heard of Jimmy Swagger? No. Y'all email me if you remember the Jimmy Swaggart story. He's a preacher. 
Uh, I think Jimmy Swaggart's cousin is Mickey Gilly, right? So Jimmy Swaggart uh, at a BR, Baton Rouge, one of Christianity's most tele- most uh, prominent televangelists back in the day, loved to preach him some purity from the pulpit. Then Brother Friend was seen at a no-tell motel in Baton Rouge behind a curtain uh, at the the little no-tell motels that have the curtain in the front window. You pull up into the little parking lot and there's the room, right, with the window. He was cold busted with a hooker at a no-tell motel, okay? That's what the Republican Party is reminding me of with this George Santos expulsion. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. It's Friday. That means Bob Walters will be here. No resemblance whatsoever to Jimmy Swaggart. And we will go to him when we come back. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. I wonder how many emails I'm going to get from people who remember the Jimmy Swaggart story or even know who Jimmy Swaggart is. I bet Bob Walters knows who Jimmy Swaggart is even if he doesn't remember the scandal. It was very scandalous. Uh, in uh, in the South at the time. And uh, Bob Walters joins me now, as he does every Friday, right here for his education report. Hello, my dear. Hello. Good to be here. Um, glad to have you, as always. Real quick, do you, do you remember who Jimmy Swaggart was? I do, yes. Yeah, do you remember the big scandal? A little bit. I don't know all the details, but I remember. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just was thinking before the break when I was hearing that we were talking about the story of the Republican Party expelling Congressman Santos, who did next to nothing compared to what half of Congress does. I was reminded of of the pastors like the televangelist Jimmy Swaggart, right, who act all pious from the pulpit. Meanwhile, they're at a no-tell motel with a hooker. So not that I'm saying Congress people are doing that. <laughs> But that's what I was reminded of. Um, I'm in a good mood tonight, Bob. It's been a good week. So let's start off with some good news. All right. This is kind of an odd news. But it's, I've got another good news. Denver schools float the idea of adopting language justice to help non-English speakers avoid learning English. Kind of weird. This is the first district in, district in the country to do this. Approach. They have over 200 languages among their 35,000 non-English speakers. Not quite sure how it will, they will address the program, which is free of oppression and structures rooted in racism. I mean, yeah, I don't know that you still have to you show us a lonely English at some point to fit into society. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I you know I'm I'm going to disagree with you about this being good news because I think what this is is you know they can they can claim that this is good for them. Um, to have you know non English speakers, but yeah, they need to acclimate into this country. And, you know, I, I used to know a gal who was going to college to be, a, you know, she was bilingual and her job was going to be to teach kids in Spanish. And I'm like, no, they, they need to be learning English. And, you know, and, and so our taxpayer dollars should not be spent to have teachers and to be teaching in a language beyond English. 
Um, and, and this, the idea of language justice, it's just, that's just so silly and stupid. We know what this is about. This is about enabling, um, the diminishment and destruction of America and our traditions. You know, they're not, not teaching kids French. If you were an American kid and you moved to France, you best be learning to parlez-vous Francais. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Tricky. <laughs> yes. Okay. Georgia school board fires a teacher, Catherine Rindley, for reading a book on gender identity to fifth graders. That's good news that she got fired. I hope they get rid of all the teachers that are teaching young kids gender issues like that at a young age. Just it's wrong. It is wrong. And I thank you for reporting this because I have not heard this anywhere. I have family in Georgia, two little nieces, and I've been warning my family down there about the crazy curriculums. And they're like, not in Georgia. Uh Uh-huh. In Georgia, it will be. If it's not in Georgia now, it will be. And here it is. You Americans, you cannot trust. Here's your takeaway from this. Good. It's a good news story, but here's your takeaway. They're going into every school that they can and every classroom that they can get into. So you got to stay vigilant. Yep. Even the Catholic schools in some cases. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a group called CSMC, it's a new organization designed to address the number one issue why charter and private schools fail, namely business planning and execution. Kind of interesting idea. The back office support includes payroll, accounting, student data, and compliance support. I think this is great. It is good news, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're not too organized. Nope. Yeah. Well, I think that it is great because... You know, um, it's kind of like lawyers, right? They go and they get a law degree and then they've got to open up a business, which is their practice, and they don't know what they're doing. So they got to hire a business manager, right? Same thing with doctors. You know, they, you know, that's not what their expertise is. And educators don't have an expertise, you know, necessarily in, you know, um, the business end of things. And so I think this is great because, you know, this will hopefully you know, um, increased chances of success for all of these, because we definitely know the success that charter and private schools has academically for, for students. And so I love that this is going to help them with the business end. Yeah, it should be good. All right. The American Federation for Children announces a new school choice program for Tennessee, which gives parents with kids with special needs and unique learning requirements to choose the best education for their children anywhere within the state of Tennessee. Love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Wonderful, wonderful story. All right, some college crazies, I'm afraid. <laughs> Already? That's we had two we had too few good news stories, but we might as well get to I what's know. happening. Yeah. <laughs> some some of these stories are good news too. University of Massachusetts in Boston has quietly removed a requirement that prospective faculty formally committed to DEI, that's diversity, equity, and inclusion. When they apply for the jobs, FIRE Fire is an activist group that has worked for such changes for the past 20 years. Other schools that have recently made the same change include North Carolina and Washington University in the state of Washington. This is great news, actually, that they just silently and quietly, you know, decided to back off the demand that new faculty come in and promise this DEI crap. This is a phenomenal good news story. Um, It's crazy that this still exists in colleges. 
Um, but you know, that is that this even took place. They've removed this DEI commitment, um, from faculty in Washington state is really, really good news. Thank you for sharing that. It's all right. And you got Princeton, Yale, Harvard alumni ripped the schools on anti-Semitism. More than 1600 Princeton alumni sent letters to administrators warning that they need to stop this spread. And 1,200 wrote the Yale administrators or they threatened to cut off their contributions to these schools. So there is a reaction. Listen, we, which is yeah, listen, we know that uh, these big uh, Ivy League places love them some uh, alumni donorship into uh, their um, endowments. So yep. money talks, right? <laughs> well, we've got at least got a couple thousand of them doing something, so that's good. We'll see what happens from it. All right. State universities in Iowa will be barred from compelling students to disclose their pronouns thanks to a strong GOP push in the legislature against DEI. That's weird. So you can't compel a student to disclose their pronouns. <laughs> well, I, that's actually good. That's actually it good because, good. yeah, yeah, I think this is another great story coming out. Good news. The GOP has pushed and said you're not going to, and this is, and this even involves adults. And you would think that the Republican Party would only be able to have some sway if it involves underage students. But here, the GOP successfully was able to go to state universities where there's adults, uh, 18 and up, taking classes and say, no, you're not going to violate people's First Amendment rights and try to compel them to have conversations with you and say things that you demand of them. This is excellent. You are just knocking it out of the park tonight, my dude. <laughs> Even if it's under the category of college crazies. All right. Well, Even all the colleges are crazy, but this is still good news. <laughs> it is. Here is the plan to reverse the decline in higher education in this country. Hire at least 1,500 political and 1,800 historians each year at our universities in Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, Tennessee, and Texas. They say it might take 10 years to reach this goal, but it is worth it to turn the, the, the dynamics around in the universities in this program. There's five of, five of the universities are in it. Well, I like the idea and concept. Um, everything is in the execution. Like, who are the political and 1800, the 1500 political and 1800 historians? Because if you've ever seen Douglas Brinkley, I don't watch him anymore. He used to be at Tulane, embarrassingly enough. Um, if you watch Douglas or maybe Loyola in New Orleans, I don't remember. It, you know, he's, he's a far lefty kook. So I think it I think it depends a little bit on who you hire, but I love the concept. I love the concept. So um, so we'll keep our eye on that. <clears throat> okay. Here's another one I think, which I think is good news to hear. Community colleges and trade schools are largely void of Israel, Amis protests and violence. This is because these students came to learn something to better their lives, rather than than involve themselves in liberal politics. 80% of these students hold jobs to afford college that they go into, whereas 55% of Harvard students receive federal grants. They don't need to work. Just listen to their leftist professors. This is really fascinating. 
You're absolutely. And by the way, another story nobody else is talking about, but Bob Walters, it's it's you're. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about it, that we're not hearing this at community colleges and trade schools. And your analysis is dead on that it's because they're actually focused on trying to get some skill and learn something that they can actually use to go and get a job. And oh, by the way, they're working. Um, And it just goes to show. Um, why the, uh, you know, um, pipeline from K-12 into these colleges and universities is all about churning out little socialist soldiers for the state. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more with Bob Walters. So don't go anywhere. A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back. Final segment of tonight's first hour of tonight's Andrea K. Show, uh, round two with our buddy Bob Walters, education contributor. Had some amazing stories. No, but in this last segment, if you missed it, you've got to download the podcast and make sure you tune in every Friday night at uh, 6.30 to be listening to Bob's reports because you all know how important uh, these schools in our education centers are to the future of this country. And he just reported on some stories and nobody is talking about some of which is really good news. So download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. But now we got to transition into the bad news part of the program. What you got, Bob Walters? Yeah, I'm afraid so. A transgender swimmer at Ramapo College in New Jersey broke women's school's record in the butterfly event. He swam in the men's event for three years, but decided he wanted to win a top award. (laughs) He he went into the women's sports. It's, It's so wrong. But anyway, that's what happened. Well, yeah, it's bad news. And, you know, these kinds of things are going to continue to happen until women uh, start refusing to compete. And in some other sports, when the women have refused to compete, they're being accused of being bigoted. I don't care. Uh, we yeah, This I, will I, end. This will end when women just refuse to compete with these men. Um, all right. What else? All right. Chronic <clears throat> absenteeism among Ventura County students stays close to the post-pandemic high. 22% of students were absent this past year, which is still more than twice the pre-pandemic level. Most acute of students of color, homelessness, and foster care. This has led to lower grades and lower rates of high school completion. It's a shame. 22% of the students are not there all year long. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Rhonda Santis should have been tuning in to your reports to prepare for last night's debate with Gavin Newsom. I think Rhonda Santis won the debate. Um, but details like this would have not allowed Newsom uh, to lie to the extent that he did, particularly when he, they were talking about uh, the education here and how students are doing in California versus Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God. All right. The New Jersey Education mm-hmm. Association local union, is pushing Democratic New Jersey governor to sign legislation which would eliminate proficiency in basic skills for teachers. If that were to happen, how could teachers help kids learn these skills which they lack themselves? I guess they think they can brainwash our kids without even knowing how to read or how to write. 
Well, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's where we're at. I mean, when, when teachers don't even have basic skills, they can't teach kids. And so the whole point about this, here's, this is just wraps up in a nutshell, everything that we, the, the, the game plan here, uh, academics means nothing to the left. All they care about is social justice and indoctrination of the minds of young people. That's it. That's absolutely it. And, you know, and and remember this, though, the next time you see Republican uh, Chris Christie going around talking about uh, what a great job he did in New Jersey and bashing Trump all day long when his home state is just absolutely in the toilet. I agree. It's terrible. Okay, the military official arrested for human trafficking in Georgia. He was a senior official of the Department of Defense Education Activity. He's in charge of the schools, military schools, and he's been arrested for trafficking in human uh, uh, by making <laughs> gestures and, and advances on on female students in his schools. Wow, I mean, you know, pedophiles and predators are going to go where the children are. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, and and it just and and I have no doubt. I shouldn't say this because I don't really know the details. But, you know, he he's evidently, in my opinion, sex, child pedophiles and sexual predators of children. On average, I think the I think they have molested or assaulted on average 100 children before they're caught. Well, that's the stat. Yeah, that's the stat. I don't know about him. But and once again, another terrible story coming out of Georgia that people just think is so red because it's in the south. Mm, Terrible. Yeah. And, and it's part of our military in addition. That's yes. Really yeah. Yeah. Anyway, at a teacher's conference in Oregon, a math teacher called Jared Ratcliffe delivered a lecture called Mathematics is a Tool of the Oppressed. Oh, my God. Here we go again. He went on to say that if they, the way they are teaching leaves people of color behind, why shouldn't we want to dismantle the process? Is it math discovery is rooted in colonialism, slavery? And subjecting systems. I mean, okay, I'm just too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, math is math. I mean, you know, um, it is what it is. It doesn't have anything to do with color. But oh, by the way, um, one of the things that I think I saw back when our our one of our museums in Washington D.C. did a whole white privilege anti white display. One of the things I believe they talked about in that um, in, in in that not display, I'm trying to uh, exhibit, um, was to say that algebra and mathematics was created uh, by Africans and black people. So I'm confused here. On the one hand, they're supposed to be credited with giving us mathematics that the world relies on. And then the other hand, it's racist. Help me figure that one out, Bob Walters. Well, it's just like, in fact, I hear people about English being racist anymore. It's yeah. all just liberal craziness. That's no. all it is. It's exactly what it is. It's nonsense. Regrettably. Yep. Okay. A labor activist, Dolores Hurta, tells Democrats that schools should not graduate white supremacists. <laughs> should then define them. That could be you and me. 
She hates white people and believes they should not be allowed to use schools as indoctrination centers. The best friend is Julie Rodriguez, granddaughter of Cesar Chavez from the Farm Workers Union, who's also Mm -hmm. the administrative assistant to our governor. Yeah. And and a good friend of Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We all know that the Democrats, it's all about projection. Whatever they're accusing conservatives of is what they're doing. Uh, I, you know, hence the indoctrination centers comment that she made. Um, but, you know, the the uh, discrimination, the war on white people is real and they would love to oppress white people. And not, I mean, listen to what this person is saying. They want white people oppressed and not even able to get a basic education. Yeah. How is that any different than the Taliban? The Taliban and under Sharia, women are not allowed to get educations. They're completely oppressed. And that's what and that's what they want for white people. Yeah, it's, that's what we got to do. That's why we got to stop it. OK, then you got and it's kind of a surprising report. Florida school removes the Bible from their shelves under the new education laws in the state of Florida. I'm surprised by that. I didn't think the Senate would allow that. Yeah, I'm really confused by this as well. Um you know, it, it, and I don't know if it's really tied to the new education law or if they're just claiming it is and they're twisting themselves into a pretzel to justify that removing the Bible um, is, you know, tied into his what the left is calling book banning. So um, I, that's my guess. And again, it's another reminder that there is no solid red state. So if you're going to leave California, you got to do your research to find out where you're going, where, you know, and what's not only what state, but what school district, what's going on in that district. And that includes Florida. I agree. Here's another interesting one. $465 can buy you a diploma for sale. No class required inside one of Louisiana's unapproved schools. I've never heard of this before. Under the law, 9000 Private home schools don't need state approval to issue degrees. The number of students has jumped to from eleven thousand to twenty one thousand. Many and many colleges are accepting these degrees, which are simply printed off the printing press of a local homeschool parent. Yeah, you know what? I'm not surprised at all that this is coming out of Louisiana which is still struggling to to completely get rid of the insane Democrat policies uh, that, you know, were, you know, what many people saw play out after Katrina. Um, I'm not surprised at all. They need to get their act together. Louisiana is starting to move more conservative. We just had some major, you know, wins down there. Um, But the the Democrat uh, nonsense goes really deep, especially in states like Louisiana. We're almost out of time, Bob. Okay. Uh, one final one. Parent disorders are driving the surge in transsexual kids. Transhousing, by proxy, <laughs> it's being called, describes parents who push this on their kids to enjoy the attention they get for having a transgender kid. I, I love this. Well, I, yeah, I've seen this. I didn't know that people were calling it this. You know, I'm very familiar with the, with Munchausen by proxy. 
And I hadn't even connected it to that's exactly what this phenomenon is. It's considered to be so cool right now and so hip, you know, like, you know, what's her name from Housewives of the OC that's got one of the four kids. It's like all but one of them. Only one of them is normal. And she's so proud that one is non, one's trans and one's this and one's that. And it's like that's her whole brand. And, you know, and then basically her, her, her whole reason to be on a TV show and it's despicable to me. And it, and that terminology of trans housing by proxy is absolutely right. Munchausen is people that create a sickness in their kids so that they can get attention as being the poor parent of a sick child. And in this case, trans housing gives attention to the parents because they're hip and cool and that's exactly what um, Heather DeBro is all about, in my opinion. Bob, tell everybody about We the Kids. Yep, We the Kids. Great organization for parents to know about. So that you can get some of the materials and books and have a little homeschooling when your kid comes in from public school to get their brain turned around to be proud of America and know more about the real history of this country and the Constitution. It's a great organization. They could use some donations, but they're there to help. And you can look them up under wethekids.us to get what you need to make sure your kid doesn't fall into the pit of liberal teaching. Absolutely. Bob Walters, thank you so much for being here. You have a wonderful weekend. You too. Take care. All right. Stick around. Hour two is coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 